Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, December 22nd. The Girl. Today's scripture reading is found in Acts chapter 12, verses 12 through 16, from the Message Translation, which reads, Still shaking his head, amazed, he went to Mary's house, the Mary who was John Mark's mother. The house was packed with praying friends. When he knocked on the door to the courtyard, a young woman named Rhoda came to see who it was. But when she recognized his voice, Peter's voice, she was so excited and eager to tell everyone Peter was there that she forgot to open the door and left him standing there in the street. But they wouldn't believe her, dismissing her, dismissing her report. You're crazy, they said. But she stuck by her story, insisting. They still wouldn't believe her and said, it must be his angel. All this time, poor Peter was standing out in the street, knocking away. Finally, they opened up and saw him and went wild. This is God's word. I suppose you can think of this as some bonus Hanani moment stories drawn from the pages of the book of Acts for the rest of this week. Stories of a boy and a girl. First, the girl. Her name was Rhoda, the Rose. She's described as a damsel in the classic King James translation, which isn't a word we use much unless we're talking about a medieval play. The Greek word is a diminutive form of the word translated child or servant, leaving us with the essential meaning of little servant girl, or even just little girl. She may have been a young servant in a more upper-class household, or she may have been someone's daughter. Regardless, it fell to her to answer the door, along with attending to any other present needs, no doubt, while all the important people were gathered to do the important things that important people do. In this case, pray for their beloved, currently incarcerated Apostle Peter. You can back up a bit in Acts 12 to recap the full story there. Suffice it to say here that Peter was securely locked up as a political prisoner in a maximum security prison awaiting imminent execution. Let's just say his future prospects were a bit dim. Hence the prayer. Hence the uninterrupted space for prayer. Rose had one job to ensure they weren't interrupted. But God had other plans. As they prayed long into the night on one side of Jerusalem, the Lord dispatched an angel to break Peter out of jail on the other. No explosives or firearms were required. No elite team of seals breached the prison and affected his release. Just one angel, unseen evidently by any except Peter, was all that was needed. Chains dropped off, doors opened, gates swung wide, and Peter found himself suddenly free in the darkened streets of the city, not in vision, but in reality. Talk about a Hanani moment. And while Jerusalem had no straight street, he made his own beeline through the winding paths of the night to the house where this important prayer meeting was still in progress, perhaps reaching frenzied levels of passionate intercession they were in that prayer meeting. Enter Peter, 
or rather, just try to enter Peter, because he knocks in the night, rousing the rose who inquires as to the identity of the knocker, scarcely believing it's him when he identifies himself. And here's an ironic connection. This same Greek word, little servant girl, is used repeatedly for the little servant girls badgering Peter in the high priestly courtyard about his identity as a Jesus follower on another dark night in Jerusalem some years before, during another Passover week. What two different moments these as Peter seeks entrance into courtyard in the night and a young servant girl happens to be working the doorway. On this night, this young girl has no accusation, only astonishment that it's Peter at the door as she runs to interrupt the meeting she was charged to ensure was not interrupted. And so ensues yet another of the high comedic moments in Scripture as those in desperate prayer aren't ready to believe and receive the answer even when it's right there knocking on the door. But this is Rose's Henani moment, her five minutes of fame, we would say. She was in the right place at the right time, simply doing her job for the evening, outside of where the action was happening in a prayer meeting. And suddenly, it turns into a moment that we're still reading about like another young girl who was just doing her daily chores, watering the livestock at the public watering hole, and just happened to go the extra mile for a perfect stranger who ended up being something of a divine matchmaker that changed her entire life. Or the young girls in Jesus' wedding story who made sure to have plenty of oil as they waited for the bridegroom to appear. Or like that other young girl in the backcountry village going about her business who had no idea an angel would come calling. So stay at your post watching. You have no idea when the homeowner is returning, whether evening, midnight, cock crow, or morning. You don't want him showing up unannounced with you asleep on the job. I say it to you, and I'm saying it to all. Stay at your post. Keep watch. Hineni, I'm ready, my lord. So as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, when have you ended up being greatly used while doing a menial task on the sidelines of what appears to be the main event? What happened? Lord, Let me not seek the spotlight, the main event, the center stage, though surely you use these places too. Let me rather be like the rose, content to be about the business of the moment. Wherever it or I may be, on the sidelines, in the backwaters, or the backstage, ready for what just may be that moment on which all hinges, though perhaps unbeknownst by me. Just let me be ready to answer, to open, to do, to be, to see, to say. Inani, I'm ready, my Lord. 